Welcome to the Facelift Sisters. Um, we are spending this week talking about uh, Mary and Martha. And um, yesterday we talked about being a Mary and a, versus being a Martha and how their personalities were so different and kind of the strengths and weaknesses that kind of went along with that maybe and how they, um, mostly how Martha could have just relaxed a little bit and maybe enjoyed life a little bit more while Jesus was there visiting. Um, but today we're going to um, actually continue with Mary and Martha, um, but we're going to talk about Lazarus with it um, and Jesus. So Mary and Martha are there, but they're not kind of the main characters of this one here. Um, and if you're following along in your homework, we are going to do uh, day two and three together. We just felt like they flowed really well together. And um, so we are going to, we're going to stick those two together. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where we are. Terry, do you want to start us? Uh, and this is a really long passage that we're going to cover, like a lot. So we are going to just do portions of it and then we'll fill the gaps in as we go along. So Terry, do you want to start us out on that? Yep. Um, Great. John 11. Verses 1 through 6. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. That doesn't nice. sound, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. He loved him, so he, he didn't go. <laughs> yeah, he loved yeah. him so much, so he stayed where he so was. So he just stayed where he was, yeah. You know so what? You, oh, go ahead. The, one of the things that struck me as you read that was it says, he loved Martha first. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked a lot yesterday about, um, you know, Martha was the doer, not the one who just waited on the Lord and soaked in his presence. But in the scripture here, it says, and he loved Martha and Mary and Lazarus. Well, he doesn't even say Mary. He says her he sister. says her sister. Yeah. Well, the, and mine does. Yeah. But I think that's yeah. kind of cool that it's, she just lays it right out there. Hey, yeah, maybe she didn't have everything prioritized quite the way it should have been, but he really loved her. Mm -hmm. So for all those Marthas out there, it's reassuring. Yeah. Yeah. But even though like just a little piece on that, that's very much about God's presence. Like, do we try to get busy when he comes or are we present to him? And that doesn't affect his love for us. Yeah. That's right. right. Regardless of what we do. Yeah. It it affects our opportunity to be with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my busyness does not equate to God's love. Yeah, like God doesn't love me more when I'm busier for Him, or less, or less when I'm still. 
it's all the same for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, well, let me ask you this question. Um, Thinking about how they were like, Lord, the one you love is sick. Come quick. And he's like, okay, I'm just going to stay here. Like I think of um, times as a parent where my kids were like, this is urgent. We need to do this right now. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm, I'm the parent and I have like the oversight. Mm-hmm. So can y'all think of an example of some time when that has kind of played into things in life? I mean, not necessarily with parenting, but with whatever. We are all thinking very hard because Suzanne sprang this question on us. <laughs> Did. It's no. It's, I don't know that I can answer it as a mom, but I can say sometimes when I'm on a case and I'm working it, people will get really stuck in this one area and I'll go, yeah, that's not really what we need to be. That's not going to make it. It's way over here that the issue started that we need to address. And they're like, nope, nope, it's this issue right here, right up front. It's hard to explain it, you know, without going through a lot of things. But when I have an overview on a case, I get to look at someone else's life. It's easier for me to see things that are going on. Mm-hmm. When I look at my own life, it's right here, right now. God, we got to take care of this right here, right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You know, because here's the thing. Um, I'm not necessarily feeling that that urgency or that stress or that pain or that, I mean, I'm, I'm empathetic to it, but I'm not in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if that's um, something that we do as moms. It's like, no, mom, you don't understand. If I go into my third grade class and I don't have my coupons, my teacher's going to get really mad at me. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. guess what, honey? That's not my life. So I don't click it. It doesn't come in. I have compassion. I thought it's really important to get the coupons. But you know what? I got dinner. We got to do <laughs> dinner right now. You know? I don't know. Yeah. It's much easier to. <laughs> to have that perspective when you when you can see the big picture right like when you're in the muck and the mire is when it um just feels heavy and yuck mm-hmm. and well and jesus cool. has a reason mm-hmm. um that no one else knows about for waiting for two more days and um let me find this where it is i know there's times i ask jesus for something and it's like, I, it's not happening, and I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. Just like Mary and Martha. Right. He's got a plan here. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> find it. Well, his plan is so that when he gets there, it will show that God is um, able to overcome death, that he's able to overcome death. And so he wanted to make sure that everybody agreed that Lazarus was good and dead. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. In verse 14, um, it says that Jesus told them, told them very plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad I was not there. So you may believe, but let's go to him. Right. Yeah. You know what? If I, (laughs) I'd like that if I hadn't been Jesus. Okay. So I'm not Jesus. So if I'd been in the story (laughs) and I had that perspective, it's like, I would have rushed to get there to pray for him before he died. Jesus didn't have to do that. Right. He has power over life and death. Right. And he. Yeah. Well, and Jesus is like, 
it's fine. I'm going to bring him back. This is okay. And he says to them, he says, um, like, our friend has fallen asleep, um, but I'm going to go wake him up. So it's like, this is fine. It's not a big deal. We have to remember that he's going back to um, where people tried to stone him. Yeah, right? to a dangerous like place. Chased him out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and this verse, uh, verse 16, cracks me up. It says, uh, then Thomas said to the rest of the disciples, because they're trying to convince him, like, do we really need to go? Like, he's already dead. So really, do we need to go? And um, he says, uh, then Thomas says to the rest of the disciples, let us go also so that we may die with him. And I just think it's so defeatist of him. He's like, <laughs> fine, let's all go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it could anyway. be defeatist, but go. it's like, Jesus, if you're going to die, I'm going too. Because this yeah. world without you, I don't want that. You know, could have been that way too. Well, we Move know over Thomas Lazarus. is a doubter, right? We know yes. Thomas is a That's doubter. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. I just, I see a little bit of Eeyore in him. I was just thinking about Eeyore. <laughs> Fine, let's go with him. We'll all die. <laughs> right. Uh, I think why don't we just carry a pocket full of stones to make it easier for him? It's not in the Bible. <laughs> no. It's pretty easy to see ourselves in some of this, though, like with Mary and Martha and let's go, you know, come on, Jesus, get here. We need you. I know what's best. If you get here, you can heal him. Um, right. And so, you know, he doesn't there's there's no big correction made. He just stays his course and does what he knows he needs to do. He's not moved by all her urgency. Um, and so I kind of I think about how often I go to God and I say, I, I need this now. Like, like right now, Lord, you know, I need you to intervene. I need you to do what you got to do. Do your thing here um, without thinking that maybe there's a bigger plan, um, that it will bring God more glory if I go through something and then he's there on the other side of it than um, if he just saves me out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you may have needed to build your trust. You may have needed to build patience. You may have, and God knows that. So he's going to give you that. And the same here with Thomas and saying, okay, you know, let's go. We'll all die anyway. Um, how often have I done or said something like that to the Lord? Fine. If that's what you want to do, we'll do it. <laughs> Not that I really think that's the right thing, but of course, you know better. <laughs> I think it cracks me up. There's times when I'm back talking with God. It's like, it's like, fine. Okay, we'll do it your way. We'll do like, it your way. <laughs> like, I could have it my way. <laughs> like, but we do do that. Right. You know? I mean, that's just reality, I think. You have a real relationship with him. Mm-hmm. You talk back and forth yeah. sometimes. Yeah. 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 And sometimes just talking back, period. And I've yes. done a little bit of that, too, before. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. So they take four days before they end up at um, Martha's house, right, to visit Lazarus, mm-hmm. who's already dead. And they, because it's a day's journey, it would have been a day for somebody to get there. And then he says, okay, I'll wait for two days. And then it's another day of traveling. So it's four days after um, Lazarus is dead and buried. I mean, he is, it's four days. So they come into town and um, Martha is like, Jesus, you're here. Why weren't you here? 
you could have saved him. Like, this is your fault, kind of is what she's saying. Like, if you had been here, he wouldn't have would died. Have, yeah, he wouldn't have died. I mean, she very clearly says that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jesus is like, yeah, but it's going to be okay. I say that very casually. He probably wasn't quite so casual. I don't know. Yeah, um, you know what? I wonder if he knew that he needed to wait to show the power of God and to really build faith in people. Right. But if it was just really still painful for him along that way in those four days, I don't think he was casual. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think he was hurting, but at the same time knowing that, okay, this is what's in front of me and this is what God's going to do. You know? I think he, he knows from the very beginning what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He knows Lazarus is going to die. He knows he's going there after the fact mm-hmm. to show forth the glory of God, to raise him from the dead, to, to help them. To prepare them because mm-hmm. he's going to die and he's right. going to be raised from the dead. Um, yeah, and so they ta- need, their faith needs to be built. Mm-hmm. And he says, told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They needed uh-huh. to see. They're still questioning everything. Oh, well, it's same as they're, it's like they just don't understand. Yeah. He's sad. He's asleep and I'm going to go wake him up. Well, if he's just asleep and he's, he'll wake up, he'll be better. Okay. You guys aren't getting this. He's dead. <laughs> right. You know, and, and we're going to go. And um, it's a good thing because you're going to believe who I am really am. Yeah. So he gets there. He gets there. And what this happens? Is your favorite scriptures coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> Yep. It's coming. So tell us about it, Suzanne. <laughs> well, first, before we get there, I think it's okay. so cool that um, Martha, of course, being Martha, is the one who goes out to greet him, right? Mm-hmm. And is like, God, what, Jesus, what are you doing? Like, why weren't you here? This is what's happening. She's filling him in. And where's Mary? At home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mary's at home, um, I think probably because of one of their dis- different personalities. She's probably at home mourning. She's probably, I would guess too, that she's probably angry at Jesus because they have said over and over again, if you were here, he wouldn't have died. Yeah. And you know, so they've why? talked that up. They've talked that round oh, and yeah. round. Oh, if Jesus had just been here. Right. I mean, they've had four days to have their mad grow, you know? I mean, once you get a good mad on, forget it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and Martha's someone who's someone of action. Mm-hmm. She goes out, she moves, you know, she does all that hospitality stuff, but at the same time, she's someone of action mm-hmm. and she's someone who's going to spill, meaning she's not going to necessarily keep her feelings to herself. She's going to go say, Hey, let's lay it out here. You know, you could have been here. Right. Where Mary might be someone who's just more introverted, more, yeah, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily willing to spill, not necessarily willing to um, confront. I was right, thinking yeah. that they were feeling so let down by him. Oh, yeah. Kind of betrayed by mm-hmm, him. Yeah. Like, you said you loved us. You're here. We're like best friends. You're like our our family member, our beloved family member. And you could have gotten here on time, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. You really disappointed us. I, I think that happens for a lot of us too. When we talk with yeah. Jesus, it's like, you could have fixed this whole situation, mm-hmm. God, and you didn't. Mm-hmm. And that, that sense of betrayal almost, yeah. mm-hmm. because it's like they trusted him. 
they loved him and he just didn't do things the way they thought they should be mm-hmm. done. And I'll tell you, <laughs> that happens to me so many times. Oh, yeah. And yet when I rest in him and I rest in what he actually is doing, it's okay. It may not be the way I want. Like people have died. I've prayed for them. I don't want them to die. And to get through that feeling of betrayal and trust and, and keeping my heart open to God, I would tend to probably be a Mary. Again, and just, just be home. thin and hurting and not looking to Jesus to, to comfort me. Well, Martha has a great response because she says, this is in verse 21 and 22. She says, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not even have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Mm -hmm. So she's like, you could have, but you didn't. But I know that God is faithful and will give you what you want. You can still do something. You can, yeah. Yeah. Like kind of her last ditch effort to appeal to that godliness right yeah and jesus says your brother will rise again she's like i know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day so she's thinking that jesus is like listen you're gonna see him again and that you know at the end when this is all over you're gonna see him again but um <coughs> really what he's saying is just you wait lady i gotcha it's yeah. gonna be okay yeah. So well, I love just that. Just you wait, ladies. <laughs> Sorry, just just you wait. I was looking in the Bible going, I'm not seeing that, but go ahead. <laughs> but that that's verse 25. I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? I love that, that last question. Do you believe this? I think it's a big setup because Jesus knows that he's going to Jerusalem and he's going to die. So I think he's preparing everybody. Hey, death is not the end. Not with me. There's more. And so just just chill. Just relax. I've got this. This is under control. It may not look like it, but it is under control. It's going on a plan. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. imagine him hanging on the cross. Just you wait, ladies. Just you wait. Coming back around. Just you <laughs> wait. <laughs> I've got this mystery completed for you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that after he's talking and saying all of these things to Martha, which she doesn't understand, he says, go get Mary and bring her to me. So, um, one, how kind of him that he lets Mary come to him. He doesn't let go hunt Mary down. He gives her a couple minutes to get herself put together, kind of compose her thoughts, so that she can go to him and have a discussion with him. And she essentially says the same thing. She's like, why weren't you here? You could have saved him. He wouldn't have died. And he's like, it's going to be okay. Where have you laid him? Um, And they said, come and see, because he wants, everybody's crying and they're weeping and deeply moved is what the Bible says. Um, And he says, where, where have you laid him? And um, so Mm -hmm. they, they take him to where Lazarus is laying yeah, in the they, tomb. And they said to him, come and see, Lord, they replied. And then Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Yeah. Which is famously the shortest verse in the entire Bible. Mm-hmm. John eleven thirty five is Jesus wept. Um, but that's very telling. Like he's in mourning as well. And I think um, he's moved and... 
in deep in his spirit. And the weeping is not like tears trickling out of his eyes. He is like, I imagine like hunched over just sobbing. And I think he can just in his compassion and everything, just feel the sorrow over losing this beloved person, the brother, the friend, whoever else, you know, loves him so much. And I think he's, you know, like um, with empathy for them, just sobbing at how sad they all were. I think we often talk about how, how Jesus has experienced everything we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is, a, this is him experiencing the death of a beloved person mm-hmm. and what that would be like. And I think a, a, also some extra empathy and sympathy because the people who love him are going to suffer the same way pretty soon. And I think mm-hmm. it's a recognition on his part, not that he wouldn't have known it all along, but, but kind of a real-time experience for him that the people who love me are going to go through the mm-hmm. same kind of grief when I leave. They won't understand. They won't... Um, they won't know quite how to deal with it. I'll be gone for three days. Lazarus was in that tomb for four. It's going to have an impact on them, on what they think, how they feel. Um, and, I, and I think that his weeping also has to do with just that identification that, that this, he's going to lose his life soon. He's going to hand his life over. And, um, and it's going to cause suffering for a while. Mm-hmm. Even though he knows it's for the glory of God. Um, that doesn't change the suffering that it will cause in the short term. Right. So, and he, he, he did go through everything. He suffers everything that we would ever suffer. I think this is a part of that. Right. Absolutely. So he, he said, he, they get to the spot and Jesus says, take away the stone. This is my favorite verse. <laughs> this is it. To shine. She's smiling so big here. <laughs> here we go. It says, but Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor for he's been there for four days. But if you read the King James Version, it says, but Lord, he stinketh. <laughs> I love that. He stinketh. <laughs> he stinketh. I told my husband the other day when he came home for a run, I was like, you've gone all Lazarus. You need to go get this. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I stink it hard. <laughs> so anyway. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so but this then, is, go ahead, Suzanne. No, you go. I said, I was going to say, but this is where Jesus says like to Martha and to Mary, didn't I tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God. And he's about to um, he's about to reveal that they take away the stone, and mm-hmm. Jesus looks up and prays in front of all these people. And I love this. It's like, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. This is the whole purpose for Lazarus' death and Jesus staying back and waiting longer for this moment. So then he calls out. Only one name, though. He doesn't just name. say, come forth. Because then they say all of the graves would have opened up and all the dead would have come out. So he had to name Lazarus. Um, <laughs> 
specifically. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Come out and then it's like, oh no, go, you go back. Okay, Sally, back. Oh, back it out. Okay, this is not no. <laughs> I think it would be like a Saturday Night Live skit or something. The rest of you, back to the graves. What is your name? No, you are not Lazarus. Go back. <laughs> Uh, what if there was more than one Lazarus? I mean, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Terry. That's okay. That's fine. In verse 43, he does, he says, Jesus calls in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And so Lazarus comes out. Um, but he was still wrapped in all of his burial clothes. And just so you have some, like a visual this would have been like wrapped up tight around his appendages, like, like tightening everything, um, like swaddling essentially mm-hmm. is what like it was, yeah. like a baby. Um, and then acro- around the face as well. But that kept things from falling, falling off. supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Does this sound like a fair thing to do to Lazarus? Like he was probably hopping. Like, how is he coming out? Like, you, he's blindfolded. Like, he has a blindfold on. And I'm sure he's walking maybe little itty-bitty baby steps like we would if we had a real tight dress on or something like that. I'm, like, realizing this is not a nice thing to do to Lazarus in some level. <laughs> because he had all the burial cloths on. I mean, it was but good that, that he was, was raised. Right. But that was part of the miracle was that he was also able to get out when he was wrapped up like that. So that was another, like that was miracle 2.0. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> and then like what happens if he trips and face plants on the way out? <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> sorry, oh. sorry. I'll go oh. back. Let's get to Jesus. <laughs> Maybe oh. Jesus just brought him out in the air. Come on, guys. Probably. I think if he could, listen, if he could raise someone from the dead, he could he help can, him get He out can of get him out of the tomb. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. And he did. Lazarus came out. Yes, right. He and he said, take off those grave clothes and let them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like no residual, like, oh, just give me a few minutes to wake up. I, I've been right. dead. You know, yeah. everything's moving. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to take time to like stretch out his muscles, rebuild right. anything, learn how to walk again. He, I mean, no. he will eventually die again, right? Yeah, right, right. Because he is just a regular human. But for right now, he's restored to his former self completely. Yeah. Oh, I'm still stuck on Lazarus when they take off Hopping the blindfold. Out. He's probably going, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what just happened? I've never thought about it that way. Um, that's funny. But it is a miracle. It is, you know, it, it yeah. was God demonstrating that power over life and death. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And word gets around. Oh, yeah. yeah. To guess this who. is. This is like the pivot point is mm-hmm. what this is um, because lots and lots of the Jewish people heard about it, saw it, and they were like, ooh, this guy is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. And then there were some tattletales who ran to the Philistines. Or, the well, Philistines. <laughs> yeah, Sadducees, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, Not the Philistines. Same book. <laughs> I mean, it's still the Bible. <laughs> it would have been a really long run, right? Yeah. <laughs> so fast that they would have had to run back in time. Anyway, <laughs> so they go and tattle. They're like, listen, this guy, Jesus. 
listen to what he's doing. He just woke some guy up from the dead Mm -hmm. and the people who are in power, who I'm not going to say because (laughs) I'm not getting it right. They're like, Oh yeah, we got to get this guy. It's time for him to die. Well, Mm -hmm. and a part of that though was the Sadducees. That's who they went to. Mm -hmm. Sadducees Mm -hmm. are the ones who don't believe in the resurrection and the resurrection. And that's why they're sad. You You see. see, right. But think about how that totally flipped their beliefs. Yeah. And really threatened their position. Right. And it was all about power. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not what we believe. We believe something different. And this guy is going to come in and he has a bunch of people that are following him. And he has this new way of thinking and we don't like it. So we're going to get rid of him. And so the thing that is striking to me is Mary and Martha, even though their heart was absolutely grieving, their heart was still soft towards Jesus. They both did the best they could at the time. Like even Mary, she got up quickly and she went to him. She went, okay, this is where I, you know, this is who I'm going to be with. Their heart was softened toward Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then when they saw this, of course, they believed. When the Sadducees heard this, though, their hearts were already hardened. Mm -hmm. And they got even more hardened. And that's when they plotted. They started at this point, I think, to um, plot to kill Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they got to get rid of him. Right. And so to me, that's just a real reflection of a, um, a softened heart versus a hardened heart. And I can do the same thing. If my heart is softened towards Jesus, I'll keep running to him quickly, even though my heart's broken. And I'll be at him and I'll say, God, you know, you could have done something. What's going on? And that's when my heart is soft towards him. But when I'm angry and when my heart is hard, I want to, quote, kill him, meaning I want you out of my life. I want this to never happen again. I want, I, why would I believe, right? And so that's when I know, basically, I don't do that as much anymore, but that certainly was a struggle for me when I was a new Christian, just this trying to, trying to put it all together. And the issue is my heart. Mm-hmm. Jesus never changed through the whole thing. He's Lord of Lords, right? He's God. He has the power over life and death the whole time. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Well, Terry, do you want to close us out for today? Sure. Great. Thanks. Oh, Lord, we're so thankful for, again, for your word that we can study, that we can find out more about you, about who you are, um, who you are to us, to prove yourself to us, that you're worthy to be called the Lord of our lives. And we just thank you for that, Father. We thank you that you woo us and you draw us and you... um, reassure us of your love uh, with your word and we just um just pray for anybody that's listening father that they would um read this passage and think about it think about mary and martha and their responses to to the lord and how um lazarus came forth jesus called him out from dead and he came and um he was fully restored to his former self and um, ready to go on with his life. And so many people believed because of that happening. And we just pray that as people um, listen to this, you would move their hearts by your spirit, Father, that they too would believe in Jesus and, and call him uh, their own. Uh, again, we just thank you for your word. Thank you for the ability to come together and um, to be a part of this podcast and just pray that it would go out and that it would bless the people that listen to it and pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Amen.